Oh man, you guys, you are in for such an enjoyable show today. This call is weird and spiritual and it's with one of my soul sister entrepreneur slash mentor slash friend slash Brittany lover slash just amazing human being medicine woman I can't say enough about her because I just love her so much so tune in get weird and let us know what you think in the show notes Welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual teacher. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. All right. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to bring you one of my sisters that is near and dear to my heart that has led me through so much. And I owe such gratitude and just so much to my sister, Ashley. Hello, you guys. Hello, my love. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I wish everybody could see our dance moves. <laughs> we always dance when we get on our calls. It's a, it's a party. <laughs> um, I'm sure they can feel it. But the reason Ashley are, and is here with me today is because she was honestly the person that told me this was what spirit really wanted. And as much as I felt it coming through, I didn't want to acknowledge it. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. It's, it's so interesting. You're like, let's do this while, while spirit wants to do this. And I'm like, all right, well, we're doing it. That's something that I learned from you is just, even if it doesn't make sense, like do it. There's a reason behind it. There's, you know, or it's, it'll make sense 20 years from now, like whatever it is, you're getting this inkling or you're getting this download for a reason. So follow it. And we're going to let spirit guide us today. And we're going to let spirit guide the conversation. I think a big part as to why you are going to be one of the first episodes on this new season is because we are shifting from those basic conversations of this is spirituality. This is what it can feel like or look like. This is what it could sound like. It's more of a mature conversation. And I know with your background, we'll be able to have that elevated conversation about where we both see the collective moving to and you know the work that we want to bring into the world if you want to just give a little background as to the magic you bring that was really beautiful I'm Ashley Rose I'm a psychic activator and spiritual business mentor I started my business uh five years ago and initially went into the shadow work and trauma space and I was part of a, a business program where I was learning how to put an offer together, learning how to like market myself and really just working through, you know, the worthiness piece, the power piece behind like, oh, I'm going to start a business. It's like that full energy in the tarot deck, you know, me with a bunch of other women. We're like, here we go. <laughs> and then you fucking face plant at the bottom. You have no idea what you got yourself into, but like you're so in it and it feels so aligned and it doesn't make sense. And, you know, you're coming out of the linear way of thinking of like one plus one equals two. 
and really entering a space where there truly are infinite possibilities. So I rejected the idea of coming out as a psychic because I had this image of like living in a house with a palm sign in the front of my house. Nothing wrong with that. But like that was like not my energy, right? And had a journey through sitting with the Shipibo tribe in Peru, sitting with Aya for three ceremonies, really opening and activating my crown and my third eye, experiencing Christ consciousness and moving through very intense shadow with my history of sexual abuse and trauma and things like that. And just tapped into this new desire of like, I want to make more money. I want to serve my audience. I want to heal the collective. And I really want to enjoy my life because up to that point, yes, I was spiritual. Yes. I was intuitive. Yes. I was doing mediumship and all of that, but it came from the shadow part of the experience. And through that shadow part, was birthed the desire for the new earth leadership and heaven on earth and how we want to move the collective into this really loving, accepting, all-knowing, all-one connection and the truth of it. So fucking excited for this conversation. I'm letting spirit take this conversation, but I feel like something that we both are doing right now is studying the Course in Miracles, which I think is a big part of this shift for the collective, right? Because I mean, the way I'm perceiving it, right? Because we perceive everything based on our own experiences and upbringing and everything else. And the course is kind of like, like (laughs) none of that is what you think it is. And it's rewiring ourselves to realize that even the words that I'm saying right now don't mean anything. Yes. You know, and it's really about that connection that we get with in a course, they call it God, but we can call it source, universe, higher power, higher, whatever it is. But it's, it's truly about that connection and not as much of the human experience, which is what we all believe it to be. Yes. Yes. And perception is key, right? Like everyone's perception is very powerful. Our perception of everything determines the way that we react, respond, how we take it in, what we decide to do, how we navigate the next step in creation and all of that. And I love how A Course in Miracles really helps you to understand that your perception is your perception. That's what you have to work with, but your perception is also limited. And until you move into the space of isness, of God's source, of infinite potential and your true divinity of oneness your your unique expression of that your experience and and what you create in the world is quite limited to past experiences memories patterns all of these things that we talk about how we have to reprogram the conditioning of everything we've been taught and everything we've been shown and then there's this beautiful book that's freaking channeled through another higher form of consciousness another stream of consciousness that resembles like the Bible and comes with its own laws and and things, but feels so different than religion, feels so different than anything that we're learning in the school systems or things that people tell you, you have to be like, or you have to learn. It's this book for me, it was really beautiful to just recognize that somebody wrote something that all these beautiful, impactful leaders lead with. And it's trans-channeled. And here is the Bible that brings all these rules, regulations, and fear that is supposed to be written by God, but everyone forgets is trans-channeled as well, right? Even the Quran. 
All, yes. Yes. Exactly. All of these texts are trans channeled. And that goes back to this idea of, hey, all of these people that we look at as prophets or messiahs or whatever name you want to call them, they were able to do what people on the planet still today are able to do. So who's to say that the next famous trans channeler isn't among us right now? Exactly. Well, we're sitting right here. (laughs) Hair flip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the miracles and just the work that we've done in general together, right? Because we've done a lot of work separately together. It's this huge worthiness piece. And it really, really breaks it down for you to like recognize, do I feel worthy to say what I believe? Am I worthy of, of delivering my prophecy, my philosophy, when there's so many scriptures, there's so many people who have already say, stated something. And especially if I have a different opinion of it, who am I to deliver that? Am I worthy enough? Am I connected to source in a way and living in alignment that I can speak this and people can follow it. And I can trust that it's leading them to, again, some form of the outcome that we all desire to experience. And that is love. And that is unity. And that is peace. And that is the new earth, what new earth leadership is. Right. And, you know, looking at both of our journeys, Mm -hmm. they're completely different. Mm -hmm. And yet we both wound up finding each other in the same place. Yeah. And I know we've spoken of this in our private conversations, but like to speak of the, like just how trauma has such almost like a gateway to this. Absolutely. And although we've experienced different trauma, it was still the trauma that got us to where we needed to be in order to get to where we are. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of this, you know, so many people, and this of course goes in the course, but it goes in a lot. Like I know Gabby Bernstein talks about this. Deepak Chopra talks about this. And it's about not judging and being able to move forward from this place of love and understanding that we are human. We're not going to be perfect. And if we can continue to do the work and notice the times that we're out of alignment or just not being our highest version that some days that's the best we can do. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because when I started, when I started my journey, Gabby Bernstein was someone that I leaned into because she has a beautiful way of introducing you to your guides and introducing you to angels and introducing you to a, you know, a realm that otherwise is considered fake, whatever, you know, everyone's opinion is about it. And she has a beautiful, soft way of bringing you into that peace through the heart. And I love, I love her style, love her story. I think she's incredible. And I've also gotten so much inspiration from my clients that I work with, people who don't have these big audiences. I can have the same experience with someone at the grocery store when I'm in line with them. I have the experience where my daughter's breaking down and she's having, you know, she had a bad day at high school and I'm frustrated and I'm like, feeling like overwhelmed with her because I have so many other things going on. And now I'm in this conversation with her and it's about her and I'm not acting in my highest. You know what I mean? What What is my highest? It's only when we bring in this perception of like, there's something separate from when I'm human and when I'm highest. In yeah. of itself is an illusion that, that they're separate, that when I'm angry, I'm not my higher self. It is the balance. It's the balance of being able to 
be in balance with both at the same time. So I am angry and I'm also a, a soul that's in alignment. My anger deserves a space to be expressed. How I express it determines everything. And that goes into creation, what we're talking about with energetics and creation and, and, and coming into peace and coming into like non-judgment and coming into that space where you allow yourself to be human. That has to be looked at and accepted and received. And I feel like part of that though is based on our experiences, right? Based on our trauma that we get and relationships in our life teach us so much. So much. (laughs) (laughs) Whether they're romantic, friendship, family, whatever. Like they are, and you know, Gabby, Gabby Bernstein, when I say Gabby, like she's my my bestie. She's your bestie. She's my girlfriend. But Gabby always says relationships are our biggest teachers. And I truly believe that because- those, at least for me, very recently have been the points that I'm like, oh, that's triggering. Why? And I'm judging the person, but I'm also judging myself. And that's been a lot of the work that I've been doing recently. It might be, you know, in because we're filming this around the solar eclipse. So that might be part of it too. <laughs> but it's interesting to see how as we go through and as we're doing the inner work and as we're continuing to grow and learn and release and call in and all of the things we're always getting to a point where we want to be better yeah does that make sense in my in my pisces brain it made sense you're talking to the right person (laughs) i'm sailing that on the bottom of the water with you Yeah, that's a beautiful way to describe that coming into alignment space. You know what I mean? Because the desire to be better really stems from the desire for good and the desire to have an impact in the world and transmute your trauma and alchemize your pain. And when you're committed to being on the path and you say yes to being a spiritual leader, right? Because it's not something that you and I are just like, oh yeah, I choose to do this. Like, oh, that looks fun. We're going to make like $50,000 a month and it's just going to be so great. You know what I mean? Like I say it with that, I say it with that accent. I don't know why, but that's my bratty teenager side. You have to choose this path because you, it's one thing to be chosen. And it's so interesting because I'm watching this show on TV and there's so much emphasis about being the chosen one, right? And when you're committed to the work, it just transforms the way that you relate to everyone and everything, because you understand that the evolutionary part of coming into alignment and living an aligned experience, creating what you desire, having what you have does come from being in the, in the in-between spaces of the shadow work. It does come from the in-between spaces of getting to know yourself and recognizing these triggers when they come up, not that they're bad, not relating to them like they're not a good thing, right? But relating to them in a way of like, wow, what a beautiful opportunity to be shown exactly what is holding me back from being my fullest expression, being the fullest expression of love, being the fullest expression of what's possible in a world that still feels like it's burning. Being able to do everything that you just said, we also are able to emanate that out So I've noticed in my super close relationships, they're starting to shift too because they're noticing the shift in me, which then they're starting to do the inner work. And although we might not be moving at the same pace, the good and the love and the non-judgment, it's kind of cool to see the ripples. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that saying, right? Like 
you can't change another person. You can only change yourself and everything else falls into place and it'll follow suit. Either people will drop off or they will rise to meet you because when you're in a space of high vibration, it will ignite a certain desire when someone is in that presence and it's either going to irritate the fuck out of them and they're going to be triggered and they're going to want to leave the space or they're going to have their own judgment. And that shows exactly where they are on their journey. And that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And, or it's going to help someone realize that like, Oh, this feels good. Oh, I really respect that. Oh, look at, look at her experience, you know, and it's contagious joy, love, freedom. That is very, very contagious. And thank God, just like any emotion, emotions are, felt they're spread where they're like you said emanated out towards the space and when you have people come into connection with that and everyone needs the space to be able to be on their journey at their pace at their time when we focus on ourselves and we don't hold ourselves back right we don't limit our happiness we don't limit the celebrations we also don't limit our anger we don't pull back and oppress ourselves and contract so that we're kind of in this what i call squished energy of like, especially with our romantic partners, it's like, this should, this is a space that is safe for me to be completely who I am, which is why I'm able to throw a fit with you, which is why I'm able to, to allow you to have the honor of being in my divine bitchness, right? Or whatever it is. So you give people the opportunity to either learn from whatever's coming up for them and elevate or decide that this is no longer an energetic match for them and they can go on their own way. And I've had to do that. And I know you've had to do that multiple times as we've grown. Remember the conversation used to sound like, you're going to like, you're going to lose your friends. People are going to drop off. You're growing beyond them. And some people really fucking take that out of context. And if we, that is one way to go about it. But when you are people who are connected to love and love is your underlying mission, it's just a different energy. It's a different approach. Mm-hmm. right like we are learning so much from relating and if you're quick to be like not my vibe anymore she's just not at my level and you release it you miss out on a lot of opportunities for deep connection and very very powerful alchemization between two beautiful souls that have the potential to not just heal through our own connection but to send that healing out to the collective and show people what's possible because we've lived many many lifetimes where we women have torn each other down we've stepped on each other we've treated each other like you know we were competition and and something that needed to be destroyed in order for us to be seen and felt in our own fucking goddess divinity power whatever it is that you however you relate to your own divine feminine and through this work like you're saying the work the work you can actually really tap into who you are as a divine feminine through the connections that you have with other feminine. Mm-hmm. And I think so many of us, and I was one of these people that was afraid to truly step into who I am yeah. in public. Yeah. Right. Like I always knew <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> that I was this like really fucking weird person. I remember one of our coaching calls and I was like, Stephanie, you're fucking weird. Just be weird. <laughs> and, you know, finally, I'm at this point where I'm like, you know what? Take me or leave me. And, you know, for Halloween, I bought this. I mean, they're all over the internet now, but 
I bought a shirt that says 1692. They missed one. Because you know what? I, I do spells. I'm a witch and I do it and I'm owning it. And you know what? One of my, and I am terrified of fire. So maybe one of my past lives, I really was burned at the stake in Salem. You know, you don't know. But it's being able to just put my weirdness out there. Like, remember when The Craft came out, that movie? Yes. Yes. Like, I wanted to be in the movie. It was like, they're living the life I see myself living. Yeah, but I wouldn't be all the black goth look. Like, that's, I think you would look more like Brit. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely went through my own era of, like, if I'm weird, I'm goth. Because goth, you know, the goth look, it's like, that is weird. It was different from, like, everything, you know, and I was... I was considered the weird person in high school. I was teased a lot. It's part of my the trauma that I had to like transmute. Mm. I would wear dicky pants and like white beaters and a tie and I'd be black lipstick. My hair was bright red. And it was like, that was my form of expressing everything that I was moving through in my body. And a lot of people are like, oh, she might be upset. She must be like, something's wrong, right? And I was just like, there's a lot of energy moving through me. I'm fucking talking to spirits and I have no one else to talk to about it. And this expression feels like I could be as loud as I wish I was without having to say anything. Yeah. See, and I was more internal with it. Mm-hmm. Like I would journal about it. I mean, this this tarot deck I had since I was 11 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nobody yeah. knew that I had it. Yeah. Because it, it was so private to me. I mean, yeah. granted, if you look at it, our charts, you have a lot more fire, which makes sense that it was outward. Yeah. Whereas I am all water and I have not only Pisces, but I have a lot of Scorpio. So it makes sense that I would be like in about it. Yeah. But like, we were both fucking weird. Both fucking weird. Both on, both on, a, on, a, on a path where it was going to match up at some point. Mm-hmm. And again, like how we dealt with it was completely different. But when you don't understand (laughs) what's happening, you just know that, you know, you are feeling spirit or seeing spirit or, I mean, he showed up at the edge of my bed when I would sleep. Like it was creepy. Yeah. I think like, you know, spiritual terminology is very confusing and a lot of people don't really know how to relate to the words that we use in the spiritual community and it's really important like the work that you and I do it was really interesting we both do similar things we activate people's psychic gifts we teach them how to harness their magic their power we drop them into desire we help them to create a life where they are in alignment with who they are right and we do it in such different ways and 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 I think that that is the beauty of this. Two different people, two different paths, two different, you know, charts meet together at some point and doing similar work, but our brands look completely different. They feel completely different. And this is how we honor the oneness. You are me and I am you, and we are one together, but we're doing things differently, separately, all of it. And that's the proof to me that it's all part of the same magic and all part of the same wisdom and all part of that. And we need people to be able to express this their unique way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the more I dive into this work, the more people come out 
to me about their own journey or, you know, like, oh, I see ghosts too. Oh, do you? You know, whereas for you, it's not necessarily the mediumship that they're coming to you with, but it's like, I think I know I'm meant for more. And that's more of like how they approach you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those of you guys out there who are like still in that space of like trying to decipher what's proof that you have this ability or what's not proof or if you're going crazy or like, you know, it is a very unique journey to coming into the acceptance of who you are. And we have so many more people now as more star seeds are being born. And we just went through a shift where there are a lot of what Jamie, my partner and Alicia Powers, we like to call newborns. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of newborn star seeds, a lot of newborn people coming into their awakening and they are confused. And if you are confused, I want you to know that really just listening to our conversation right now, like Steph and I, that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. It's the labor pains. It is your first signal that there is something more and it's pinging you. So a lot of people are really confused as to like, do they need healing? Do they need a psychic? Do they need to learn X, Y, and Z? And the answer is yes, all of it. On your time. Your time, exactly. Because I feel like when I first came into the online community, it was during the pandemic, right? So I was just like, oh, I want to learn it all at once. (laughs) You know, and then of course I got super overwhelmed and didn't learn any of it because I didn't know which avenue I wanted to go down. But I think that we always need to come back to this idea of it's divinely timed. And if we're expecting a timeline, that's our ego and that's the human coming through. And I remember saying this to you on the retreat two years ago. I said to you, we are standing outside on the deck. Like, that's how clearly I remember this. And I said, I was like, I just wish I started this sooner. And, and you looked at me and you were like, well, no. And I remember being like, what? (laughs) Did this bitch just tell me no? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, but like after, (laughs) after you explained how, no, like you needed to go through what you went through to get yourself to where you are so that you can understand more and just speak to it with more wisdom and everything else I'm sure you said it way more eloquently than that because that's how you are I was like oh okay and in the back of my head my ego is like we still wish we had it a few years ago you know it's shifted for me because I used to feel that way and one of the things that I that I want to go to like astrology and human design to like solidify this for everyone listening like to show proof of this so I'm, I'm noticing that in my space right now But I lived a lot of my life from the past. Do you know what I mean? I got very rigid in wanting to make sure that I didn't recreate the things that I grew up around. I had two kids when I was like really young, my first child at 20 and my second by the time I was 22, divorced by 25 and I was fucking lost, right? And in that time, I wasn't the best mom. I wasn't going to divorce. I wasn't the best wife. And there were a lot of things that I questioned. 
I was really angry at my past, my childhood. I had to go grieve my childhood. I had to do a lot of different things. And at some point, I kept remembering thinking that, like, there were moments growing up that I had these experiences. I, I remember the first time I dropped in and into a meditation. I didn't know what meditation was. That does not common in my family. In fact, it was like the weird thing to do. You just like, you didn't do it. And I'm sitting in my room with a bunch of in-sync posters all over my walls, right? Like Justin Timberlake all over. And it's like total girl band. You just wanted to like get you in there, JT. But I like drop into this space and I'm like starting to awaken my Kundalini energy because I'm rocking back and forth. My body starts swaying. And I, I remember seeing light in my third eye. And then suddenly my older cousin walked in and, you know, I've done a lot of work around this, but my cousin walks in, he is just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And they're watching the craft. They're watching all these other things, right? They have their own opinion about all that stuff. They're, they're not having the same experience I'm having with it. So he gets really upset and starts calling me a witch and grabs me by my hair and pulls me out of the house and throws me in the street. And is like, don't fucking come back in here. You fucking witch, like, ill, like, blah, 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 blah. So I'm having these experiences. And because of those experiences, I started shutting it down. I started shutting it down, started shutting it down. So yeah, there was a lot of like, oh man, I wish I would have opened up to it then. I wish I didn't let people get to me. I wish I would have studied it more there. And it doesn't matter is the thing. It's not that it's right or wrong, is that it doesn't matter. And in fact, in manifestation and, and creation, is all you know if we focus on the past and we create more of the past because we're so in tune with these traumatic experiences and if you're tapped into your gifts you are already aware that you're in path so whatever you're feeling whatever feelings you're conjuring up in your body are going to have an effect and consequence so when you said you know i wish i would have gotten to this sooner i understood what you meant and there's grief that comes around it. And there's a lot of work that comes around it. But I w was so in tune with you that I knew what you meant. And I knew right away that it was like, wait, what? No, don't fuck with that. Like, hey, stuff. like, I get it. And like, nah. Well, and I mean, to be fair, it was like our first love affair. So we didn't like <laughs> have the comfort level that we're speaking at now. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was like if I said something like that to you now, you would have came at me the way you just did. But it's just, you know, and I think so many people that listen to this podcast and that are in our audiences, they can relate to that on so many levels, right? Because even if it's not on your spiritual journey, yeah, we've all thought that at some point in career, in our love life, in, you know, wanting to have children and buying a home, like whatever it is. You can absolutely relate to that feeling. And, you know, if you are one of these people that are coming into your spiritual gifts now, it's never too late. And what I have found is the things that, you know, I probably would have gone down the rabbit hole and learned about when I was younger, just come that much more easily to me now because I've always known. Yeah. Well, there, the thing about, so there's two pieces here man I'm gonna lose one of these I know it okay moving from like oh I wish I would have learned this sooner to like 
pure gratitude for being present in that it's coming to you now is a huge shift for a lot of people, right? It, it was then too, because of my experience, the way my nervous system was still responding to like the triggers and like the loop that I was in, the survival loop that I was in. But it, if you can get yourself just kind of to wiggle into the energy and, and, and the space of gratitude that you're not missing another year, that it's not taking another two years, that you're not getting this in 10 years from now, that you're, you are getting it right now. You're, and what you're getting really is just a space to dive deep into your experience to expand. And every part of your journey of not understanding, not having that knowledge, not having that proof and the words of other people and influences around the world is giving you the power of really knowing who you are and having these really magical experiences for yourself. That's where you develop your system. That's where you develop your method. That's why coaches are fucking amazing coaches, not because they had a degree or they knew what they wanted to do right when they were like 14, 15 years old, because they were in it, because they were in it through there. Now I actually like that thought still comes through sometimes, but it comes through in the sense of like, I am so like, man, if I got this, like my son's getting it at 17, that's how it comes through. Because now we, sure, we didn't get that kind of support then, which also puts us into the awareness that we want to offer that support for our children. We want to offer that support for people. Right. Which I think is also why both of us are so drawn to work with kids. Stay tuned for that one. Maybe that'll be a collabo. <laughs> I think these are just important conversations to really start having and be open to because we get so caught up in the day-to-day, in money, in, you know, ugh, the list can go on and on. Whereas if you really just come back to the basic basis of what we started this conversation with, that it really just needs to come from within and come from a place of love and peace and presence and like what a beautiful world we can create together if that was the collective space of neutrality of just people learning how to neutralize energy neutralize it right because everything that we experienced has deepened our empathy it's true like there's this conversation in the collective about like empaths are not are there's no real superpower in empaths empaths are just people who are highly attuned to their environment due to trauma and it's like yeah yes and and that is the shamanic process of coming into being of source and light to be able to really provide what this earth needs and what we came here to do to bring in pure love is to know pure darkness and for us to be able to recognize how strong we actually are it's empathy that's going to that is the future it's empathy that's going to bring us into the highest alignment of love and if we can just get everyone get ourselves to come into a space where we neutralize energy meaning i don't feel triggered nor i don't feel you know totally activated but just that sense of neutrality will bring you into like alignment i do think that this is like empathy too like as children because as you were saying that I was like, the, my ego was ready to come back at you and be like, no, it doesn't have to be trauma. And then I'm remembering, I'm like, when we're children, trauma feels different. And it might not look like trauma we would think as an adult. Yes. yes. You know, and granted, like, like 
again, I know our childhoods were, were super different and I never had to do without. And, you know, I am so grateful for that. And looking back, I can point out the times that were traumatic mm-hmm. because as a child, that's how I felt. Absolutely. I was- you know, and I wasn't abused. I didn't have these, anything like that happen. However, in those moments, little Stephanie felt traumatized. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you mentioned this. I mentioned that I worked when I started coaching, I was coaching in the shadow integration and trauma space. Right. Mm -hmm. And that meant that I was having a lot of conversations and I was very good at it because of, because of my story. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were coming to me being like, I'm not making money because I don't have an inspirational story like you I'm not and I'm like hold on wait a minute or like some people would come in for coaching and they'd be like they felt like they they didn't have a a reason to feel so sad for themselves or to grieve for themselves because they didn't experience something that I experienced to the level that I experienced and my, my motto has always been like trauma cannot be measured there is no level of trauma my worst experience is equivalent to your worst experience. And the way that we received that and responded to it is definitely how our character is built and things like that. But measuring your trauma is like taking away your God-given right to grieve and to heal. I really, really want people to get that, that like, you, like just because you weren't raped doesn't mean that through some form of neglect or some form of an experience with a friend or, or a loss or whatever did not activate you into your gift. You know, and it, granted, it was a completely different experience that activated me. And looking back as an adult and doing the work and being so spiritually connected now, I'm able to see those moments. Yeah, and we build empathy is built through that. Mm-hmm. We, we learn how we were leading to the world. We learn how... People can feel pain. We can start to feel other people's pain. Yeah, we do become hypersensitive, hyper-aware. You want to fucking know what realm you're moving into? Take an empath with you. Mm -hmm. We're seers, we're channelers, we're wisdoms, we're oracles, we're psychics, we're medicine women, we're, you know, passion lovers. Like, there is so much magic that's happening in the world now because everyone's given their opportunity to alchemize their pain and their level of empathy is giving them access to be able to lead people through really powerful experiences, which then just ignite another light and ignite another light. Which is why my business is called Ignite Your Light. I think that this is a really good starting point for this conversation. I just want to say thank you for bringing your divine bitchiness. Uh- <laughs> You know, it's so funny. My divine bitchiness looks different than what I would call other divine bitchiness, but I'm happy to bring my source to the table. (laughs) But I do want to give people a chance to connect with you. So what are the best ways to do that? Yeah. So Instagram, A Rosie Life, they can find me on your page or Facebook. And oh yeah, that's about it. I don't have a website. I haven't haven't done the techie 3D things. I'm still going pretty well. All right. So I'll leave those in the show notes. And if you guys need help getting in touch with Ashley, you could always reach out to me. And that's where we're going to end it for today. Thank you for having this conversation. Thank you for bringing me on and for having these types of conversations to be 
something that people have access to because it is confusing. It is scary. It is, you know, lonely on this journey sometimes. And coming into a space where you can hear how sisterhood's built and that there are other people on this journey with you and the mentor is available. And I can't stress that enough mm-hmm. is that, you know, the reason why it got messy and the reason why we didn't get all of this when we were younger was because we lacked mentorship. It wasn't in our homes. It wasn't in our environment. And now there are mentors available. So if you have the gift and the benefit of being in a space where there are is somebody like Stephanie, like me, like other people that we look up to, you know, pick up a book, ask the questions, join, join the programs and know that you're not alone in this. And the more that we can come together as a unit, the more beautiful this rise to heaven on earth is going to be for all of us. And we can be a real life craft movie. Yeah. <laughs>